back-to-back -back Super Bowl champions. Derek Johnson with us here on 610 Sports Radio. When it's all said and done, he will be the greatest, and I'm okay with saying he's the greatest right now. That, that, that's totally fine with me. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the news from Tom Pelissero of NFL Network we were just discussing during the Chiefs' red half hour. Andy Reid and the Chiefs reportedly will begin discussing a new contract, which would make him the highest-paid coach in the NFL. And by that correlation, the highest-paid NFL head coach ever. Yep. And uh, well-deserved, to say the least, and I think makes you feel even better about his standing long-term uh, in Kansas City versus retiring. Not that he would go anywhere else, but versus retiring. And Mike Florio is going to have to throw some spin next offseason. And the next offseason after that, it might be right in four or five years. That sounds fine with me. They can, Andy can say as long as he wants right now. Till he proves he won't adjust to what the NFL is. But that's the that thing. Be the he's been, that's the thing. He has been, for a guy that's 65, 66 years old, he's adjusted just like anybody else, if not better. Yep. Yep. Having the best quarterback in the league doesn't hurt. Next up on Watch Training, Royal Spring Training action today, 205. You can hear that over on our sister station. 1660, the score. Seth Lugo, one of the Royals' yeah. prized free agent additions, will make his first start of the spring after Cole Reagans made his debut yesterday. They also announced today that Hunter Frenfro hasn't played yet in spring training. Doing a little lower back tightness. Okay, right all right. It's early. You never right. like, never Dude, like, there's usually, like a month left of spring training. Yeah, you never like hearing the back tightness thing, but it's but, so early. Just don't. That's why you have to play. Soft tissue with yet. baseball players be like, they got lower back tightness. See in 60 days. NFL players would dislocate their neck and be out there the four days later. It's spring training. There's no reason to push it. If this no. was closer to opening day, then you get more concerned. Uh, but yeah, like you said, we got four and a half weeks roughly until the start of the baseball season. NFL scouting combine is this week in Indianapolis. Marvin Harrison Jr., likely the draft's top wide receiver, going to do it without an agent. No testing at the combine and Wasn't no even going. pro day. He's going to meet with teams. This according to Ian Rathport. Also, Kayla Williams and Jaden Daniels will not throw at the combine. Cool. Can't wait to watch, I guess, what's the biggest name quarterback receiver throw? J.J. McCarthy? Drake May, I think, right? Isn't okay. Drake May supposed to throw? Maybe. We'll see if that number keeps going down. We can talk about that more in a minute. Yeah, I think this is going to happen more with big-time players. And the, the Combine's not – I already think the Combine is overblown, just in general. Same. Um, but I, I do think if you're one of the top prospects, do you need to show anything at the Combine? Yeah. I would argue no. I think you'd show enough on college tape. Like, and let some team be dumb enough to be like, you know what? We're going to move run. Marvin Harrison Jr. down. We're going to move Kayla Williams down because they didn't throw in Indianapolis. They didn't catch in Indianapolis. How Fine. dumb would that be? Fine. Let better teams take me. Ones that are further down in the draft. Next up on what's trending, it is official reported over the weekend that it was likely a possibility, but the Cincinnati Bengals have tweeted it out. So it's true. Franchise tag officially placed on Bengals wide receiver T Higgins. He'll make just shy of $22 million this year. Unless he works at a long-term extension. So a nice little payday there for uh, for T. Higgins. Well, and a big contract coming for Jamar Chase. So, like, yeah, can they know, keep all – everybody knows Tyler Boyd's probably gone. So how long can – can they have – can they do a multi-year deal with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase while just doing one with Joe Burrow? I, my guess is T. Higgins is either going to get traded or he's just going to play on the tag. Like, I, I don't think they're getting a long-term deal done. Do you? 
I don't think so at the moment, no. I would bank on this, like I said earlier, kind of more like the Chris Jones situation where you get him for a year, you keep your window and team open while you're still trying to win a Super Bowl, and then work on wide receiver in this year's draft. Lastly, on what's trending uh, industry news, obviously someone that joined the drive throughout this football season, Peter King of NBC announcing in his column today that he is retiring after 44 years covering the NFL. He sat right in front of us, or the robot in front of us uh, at the Super Bowl. Uh, little did we know that was maybe his final Super Bowl, although he admits in the retirement column that, you know, he might get bored in like five months and start doing some yeah. freelance thing or whatever. But announced his retirement today after 44 years covering the NFL. He obviously will one day be in the Hall of Fame. It just depends on, well, yeah, I guess it depends on what kind of retirement. Remember when, uh, what's the name of the guy who goes by the general down in Houston? He once said he was retiring like 10 years ago oh, and then was like, uh, oh, I felt like I saw recently he was out of the radio business now and I was like, I thought you retired 10 years ago. It wasn't quite 10 years. He still does some uh, some radio stuff. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. John McClain. John McClain. I was like, you should know this. <laughs> this yeah. is more you than me. Well, I didn't cover the Texans. I no, just but you were just like I, in I, town, yeah. you know? Yeah. You lived in Houston. I thought that Just think count. of Die Hard. McClain. McClain. John McClain. Got it. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Can I ask you something before we talk Royals? <laughs> yeah, anything. You know, we're an open um, book. Anything you want, Cody. Anything you want. I saw... No, it, this is like... This affects the listener, too. I saw someone send out the screenshot of the receipt for their parking for the KC Current. And we talked about it a little bit last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. was after fees for parking at the Current for their 14 matches. Yeah, I know Nearly $900. Theirs was nearly 900 Maybe they skipped a game. I don't know. And over the weekend, they sent out a series of tweets talking about, you know, the ways to get to the park. If you are buying the current stuff, is this like turning you off to the experience? Because I'm, so, I was so excited about the stadium. I love what the current have done. Their their franchise feels like it's heading everything in the right direction. And then the tweets over the weekend, after announcing the the parking stuff that was nuts, the tweets over the weekend were just telling you how physically you can travel to places. You could take a bus or walk or ride a bike. I'm like, I understand that those are modes of transportation. What yeah. we're asking is, how are you going to get us with those things? to your facility and they keep mentioning like a gap plan for until the streetcar expansion goes down the rest of the way how to get us there but that's saying what it is is it a bus is it a trolley do you want us to just walk what is the plan to get you down to the stadium it feels like it's just been kind of a bummer yeah they did they sent an email to season ticket holders that I, that I got over the weekend and i i think the plan issue more than anything else Cody was that Everybody expected it to be different and challenging because it's not in the same site that we've had other sporting events, right? It's it's just north of downtown. And that this first year or two, because the streetcar expansion isn't going to the stadium yet, that that would also cause problems. I think a lot of the frustration is also that they announced all this about three weeks before the season started. Yeah. And I think that or about a month before uh, last week. So like that, I, I think, did not help the situation. I mean, I've been, I'll be honest, like I was trying to figure out because I, I, I have tickets, so I'm trying to figure out how to I best because I'll tell you, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on parking. I can promise you that. Um, so you don't have that kind of dough line. It's more than the tickets or basically the, it's the same cost for the tickets. So I'm not doubling up for parking. 
um, for the first game, I'm probably more willing to pay. The problem is you can only buy the season parking pass. You can't buy the individual ones right now. If there's any available after, you could buy individual games. Across the street, Bally Casino is charging $75. You How also, are they charging more? Wow, they're That's doing nuts. Like they're smart business, so they're doing $50, but you have to buy a $25 gift card to their restaurant, right? You know, thanks. Yeah, you know, it's not on them like, to come really, up with a solution. The same price but, are they busing people over? No, just to use their parking lot. Oh, so literally just a They're not yeah. even going to, like, no. give me a little no, just ferry walk. over Correct. on their little buses. To use their lot, which is right across the street. So I was like, okay, so that might Damn. be an option. And then I was thinking, hmm, I could, I'm, do I park at Union Station for, like, 15 bucks, take the streetcar to River Market, and then take the pedestrian bridge for There's a mile? About a walk? Yeah, about a okay. mile walk. Okay. Anyway, so those are the options. I think mm. this gets solved in two years when the streetcar expansion, or a year, when the streetcar expansion is done. And you will actually be able to take the streetcar, theoretically, from the plaza. From all anywhere, the way. all the from UMKC yeah, to the, the plaza, plaza River yeah, Market, I, wherever. When I say plaza, UMKC is right there. I yeah, just yeah. yeah, so UMKC plaza area, and I can take that right to the current stadium. That'll be my plan long term if I keep season tickets, but there's a lot of frustration. There's definitely a lot of frustration with it. I'm excited for the season, but and I hope we get this kind of weather on March 16th. That I hope so, um, too. But yeah, there, that that has definitely been... Not a great thing for an organization that I feel like is pretty much bad at a thousand. Yeah. Up until this parking mess. I just didn't like I didn't like the series of tweets that are just essentially like these are modes of transportation that exist. You're like, yeah, I know that bikes exist, but like that's not that's not offering me like that's not offering me a solution to getting to your match. <laughs> that's just saying bikes exist. And like, yeah, I get it, but like again, and it if was you, always part of their plan to make it more of a carpool commuter yeah, yeah, type yeah. of I know destination. I they're getting a discount if it's like more than four people or whatever. The problem is the streetcar's not ready yet. Yeah, that's it. Still looking forward to the stadium. I think it'll be cool, but yeah. Yeah, the parking thing's have a bit of a mess. Also excited about Cole Reagans. Have to be. Wait, what's this? Oh, wow. We're doing it early today. We had our first one on Friday. The Montreal Sounders at, started back uh, up? On Friday it did. Oh, it did. Well, it started up on Friday. I really Friday. missed something out while I was gone. Yeah, Friday we had the Mont first drafts one. are back. Yeah. Okay, uh, who do we got, Q? Uh, this one comes courtesy of friend of the show, Nate Taylor. Oh, so Nate. So I thought I'd bring that back in. Okay. Um, he has actually an exciting pick. I think a lot of people that Kansas City sports fans would be happy about. Uh, he has selecting uh, Adney Mitchell, wide receiver from Texas at pick 32. Adney Mitchell, okay. So at least, hey, look, good news for me. This is a player I've actually heard of. <laughs> um, so great news. Just great starter for me. Gold, does he meet your height requirement? He is He is 6'4". So, yes, he yes. does. He, does. he is 6'4", 196 pounds, though. He's like Devontae Smith, rail thin. That's all right. You can be Devontae Smith. Yeah, so you're, you're saying he's Devontae Smith. That's what Cody's projection is, that he will be Devontae. That's my NFL is. comp. Yeah. You know, from my copious amounts of research, um, Look, I, as I said last week when we had our first one, last week had them taking a defensive end. This one has them taking a wide receiver. There'll be a thousand of these by the time we get It'll to the end of April. Those two. I, I'd well, be a lot of it's going to be decided by what they do, as you said earlier, with Chris Jones and, and why where I'll be at on do they need to take a defensive lineman or not. If Chris Jones is back uh, or they sign one of the other top free agent defensive linemen, um, then... I think they can get by with taking wide receiver in the first round. I know we all season long said you have to take one in the first round the way things win. I, I get it. I want to see what they do in free agency. If they if they bring in For both positions, yeah. You know, they bring in Curtis Samuel plus 
Michael Pittman Jr., which I don't think is likely, but if that happened, then, then the they list. can take a wide receiver in the second or third round, and I'll be totally good with that. Yeah. If they only sign, let's say they only sign Gabe Davis, then I'm going to be telling you I want them to take it a wide receiver in the first round. Do you think that he picked Mitchell simply because he was born in Missouri City in Texas? <laughs> is he making that connection for Mitchell? This is my this is my analysis in looking at his Wikipedia That was the page. city of my fake ID, by the way, Missouri City, Texas. No joke. Missouri City, Texas yeah, is your I, fake? Because when I was in when I was in college. Uh, that's a little too on the nose, dude. I'm gonna mean? Like it mean? just feels like that's where you'd get a fake ID and go to the University of Kansas. No, I didn't go to, to Missouri. Missouri. I didn't go to Missouri. I didn't go to Missouri. Oh, that's a real city, but that's, that's a terrible the, city for a fake, I think. No, that's where the that's where the city at. What do you mean it's a terrible city? Is it harder to get fakes now or, I think it's way tougher. There are a lot more like so when I had the, a fake the IDs I, have way more, you know, yeah. hologram and whatever you want to call it stuff on there. I'm you know, I'm eight years older than seven years older than you. So like my fake would like easiest thing to pass off ever. There was no check. It was just like an ID. It was a piece of cardboard essentially laminated. I mean, they weren't there weren't things to check other than the date of birth and then that's what they used to do to check me. Like, is this a fake? What's your date of birth? I can still tell you my brother's date of birth, and I can still tell you my brother's social security. It's got to be security. scannable, too. It's got to be scannable. Social security number, if that would make yeah. you feel better. It's got to be scannable, but now I just think there's way too many features. It's got to be way tougher to come up with. I mean, back when I was in college, literally somebody, somebody's friend that was doing these came to my dorm room, took my photo against the concrete background that I had in Jayhawk Towers, okay? Nice. And that was out with that, friend. and that was it. Yeah, and I think it, it cost it, me, well, maybe it's been like 100 bucks. And then work the entire time. You got your money. Well, it's, ton- it's funny. So there's two places where there's one place where it did not work. Almost uh-huh. got taken. So it actually worked in Texas. No questions asked, ironically enough. When I went down to Texas. Of all places. Yeah. Missouri City, Texas. They recognize the city. Um, like that guy wouldn't make a Ames, living there. Ames, Iowa was where I had the biggest problem using uh, it. Ames? Halloween in Ames, Iowa. I was there for a road trip. And uh, yeah, that almost got taken away. Who's stopping it from taking it? I only Some bar almost on had Ames, mine taken Ames. away one time and it was a gas station owner. That guy did mm. not. You see the text line educating us? Someone says you have to get them from China now. He said <laughs> IDs are easy. They're from China. They pass the scans. Is that what people are doing now? Interesting. If you're curious what Mitchell's um, major <laughs> is, physical, culture, and sports, that is the most made-up degree of all time. I'm just going to say it. That's the most made-up degree yeah, of all time. Yeah, but to get paid to play that's football. Underwater that's underwater basket weaving. That's physical, culture, and sports? But it's, I've always been, I've always said this, which is like, stop pretending when athletes at this level are going to, like, we don't, we all, he is trying yeah, to, he fine. is trying to go play, and he's going to be a first-round pick, possibly, to and go be professional in football. So that's fine. I have no problem with the degree there. That doesn't matter. Just saying that's what his major is. I don't know. He's a junior, too, so maybe he hasn't. Maybe he has or hasn't completed it. You know, sometimes those guys get it done in three. Sometimes they need a little bit of extra. I wouldn't plan on doing a mock draft today. It's good to know. Yeah, good I didn't know, know they're back. You, you never know. Uh, you never know when the mock draft sounder is going to sound. That's that's why we have it. Thank you, Q. I wasn't, I mean, full disclosure, wasn't one we even discussed. So you just never know. I may be part-time, but I know how the show works. That's right. He listens all the I time. I keep you guys on your toes. I, I appreciate that. Well, while we're talking, we were going to talk about Cole Reagans. Let's let's do Cole Reagans here in about 10 minutes or so. We have some more time to talk about him while we're already kind of talking draft yeah. and, and scouting combine. The the news I mentioned during what's trending, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, who's likely going to be the number one wide receiver taken, he is not going to do any of the normal stuff. Right? So he, no agent, which, hey, he's got his dad, can help him out with that. That makes a whole lot of sense. No testing at the, at the combine. Not going to do anything at the pro day, according to the Rappaport. You got guys like Kale Williams, Jaden Daniels, not throwing at the combine. Don't you think this is going to happen more? And is it actually the correct decision? If you're Marvin Harrison Jr., why does he need to go to Indianapolis and run in front of a bunch of other scouts 
and show that he can catch passes from quarterbacks that he hasn't caught passes from all season long versus everything he did at Ohio State to put him in position to already be the number one wide receiver. If you're already in that spot, why do you need to do anything in Indy? Now, if I'm the projected 28th best wide receiver, okay, that's different. Duh. I need to go. If I get a combine invite, if I'm fortunate enough to get a combine invite, I need to go. But if I'm one of the top two or three wide receivers, quarterbacks, consensus, why why not just do my pro day? Or in Marvin Harrison's case, why even do a pro day? There's nothing good that can come from him actually catching some passes. That, you think anybody's going to say, man, you went from being the, the top wide receiver to what? The top wide receiver. I mean, there's nothing that it can only go bad for him. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. And look, again, if a team is stupid enough to take a wide receiver instead of you, if you're Marvin Harrison Jr., then they're idiots. You could burn them later. It's fine. Your NFL success at wide receiver will not be dependent on whether a team takes you 3, 5, 7, 11, 22. It won't. At quarterback, maybe. Yeah. I'm not like at quarterback, your success as a player could really fluctuate depending on the quality of coaching you're getting and everything in between. At wide receiver, you're, you can play or you can't. People are going to figure it out real quick. You can play or you can't. And whether or not you do these combine things, I just wouldn't waste my time. Honestly, it just, the closer and closer, there's two things right now because the NFL is king that I think get overblown for what you think is actually going to happen with your team or matters to your team as a fan. They are the senior bowl and the combine. Those things, not that scouts don't show up to me are more about networking than anything else. It is about sitting down. If you're, if you work for an NFL team, you get to talk with these other people. If you're a reporter, you get some better access than you would typically get to members of the front office. It's more of a networking event than it is any of this matters from a football perspective. They have decided on you, man. They've watched hundreds of hours on tape. And if you want to run a 40, they'll listen to it and they'll factor some small percentage into it. But it is and, not the do or die difference that maybe it once was when you couldn't get access to these players whenever you wanted them. And Marvin Harrison is still talking to teams. It's like it's not like you said, I'm yeah. not talking to you at all. Just meetings. He's, just meetings. That's the important he could do that stuff. On, but he could do that. He could. Not have a combine. I mean, I'm no. fine if you want to go to Indy just to do the interviews. Yeah. I think that, that that's sure. probably something you probably should do. Um, but ultimately, you're, you know what you're getting in Marvin Harrison Jr. from a skill set. There's nothing that's going to be shown at the combine. I think it's a much bigger deal for some guys that are a little more unproven, you know, that yeah. you were one of the, you were invited to the combine, but you know, you might be a later pick than people thought. And you're trying to, you, you're trying to surprise some people. You think that look hey, at my athleticism, your, your season yeah. ended. Cause you didn't even go to a bowl game. Let's say your season ended on November 20th, between November 20th and February 26th, you got into an unbelievable uh, performance facility through your agent. And now you're, 10 pounds heavier, you're, you're Twice. faster, you're, you know, all these things like yeah. that. That's the guy that wants to show a difference. Marvin Harrison jr. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. He's going to be a top five pick, probably going to go number three overall. If you're projected to be a first or second round pick and look, I like, I get it. Cause like the senior bowl really seemed to have helped that kid from Missouri, right? Like it seemed like it, it maybe skyrocketed him into a mid first round pick versus that Robinson. Yeah. Darius Robinson, who was yeah. maybe going into that stuff, but I'm telling you, had he just done a pro day or like did a wind sprint on tape, people would have gotten there anyway. Again, it's just kind of like, it feels like it's taken some of the steam out of it, but also it was always kind of like a low level focus anyway. What are the only events we care about there anyway? Like as a fan, honestly, what do you care about as a fan? the 40? How fast are you? I, I don't know that I've ever cared how many bench press reps you do 
or what your cone drill time was. And now because like your relative athletic score and all the stuff that can come out of and there. Agents are telling them a lot of players not go. to take some of the, um, they've got rid of the wonder lick, but there's the other test. I, uh, yeah. The other cognitive test. Yeah. They're, they're like, there's, there's multiple agents have said, yeah, just don't even take that. Cause again, it, it, very little can help you if you're already one of the top tier guys. I, I just think we're going to get to the point over the next couple of years where more and more of these top, top guys, top for, you know, projected top, top five 15. picks top. Yeah. 15 yeah, is probably fair. A lot of them are just going to say, why, why am I, I want to do anything athletic here. I mean, I'll, I'll talk to you. Like, I'd love to meet with you, but that's it. I like to have dinner. I always go back to like Travis Kelsey describing. Was everybody like, go to St. Elmo's there in Indy? Is that the place? All the, yeah, every, yeah, the every damn reporter that goes to the combine talks about that. Place. Oh, Texas, right. There is one more. 816. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about hand size? That oh. does get discussed a lot. Hand size. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's Only coming baby in three hands days. for quarterbacks. That'll be on Thursday or Friday. You know, so-and-so's hands were a little bit smaller, you know? Problem. Were, were Rasheed Rice's below average? His hands. I think it were. I think they were. I don't remember. I think based on. Um, I think slightly smaller hands. So I mean, he's screwed. He didn't do his hand stretches beforehand. You know. Like, is there going to be some? Per- like, remember we talked about the guy who got the like nine and a half inches? Is that right? Leg leg lengthening <laughs> surgery. Is there going to yeah. be some like football player that gets like gets some like extra bones stuck in his finger just so he can have big enough hands to play quarterback? I don't think that's how that works. What? The guy was doing it with their legs. Remember, we talked about that report. That yeah, that's time. just a random dude not trying to do anything athletic with his life. <laughs> you co- you, did you just say, can someone get an extra piece of bone to extend their hand out? Uh-huh. Do you think that they'd be able to catch the football better? I don't know. Better? Their hands would so. be bigger. That's the whole argument. I don't think so. Is your foot bigger post-surgery? No. And I haven't had surgery yet. I still need that. Yeah, oh, someone's right I on the flip side. Sky Moore had like the most gigantic hands ever. Again, this tells you how much does it matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all, but like the overreaction is always stupid. Yes. Now, look, I don't think the Chiefs solely drafted Sky Moore because his hands were massive. I, I don't, but sometimes you would think with some of the reports that come out that that's going to be a huge swing. No. My think. arm is shorter post shoulder surgery. Huh? Because when they had <laughs> when they when they tucked in my shoulder to to fix my torn Hold leg, on. Rub, they tucked in your shoulder. Yeah, they had to. They is had Vinny's to, arm shorter? We should ask, labor. Him. should ask him. Yeah, my arm, my arm, it, my right arm is shorter than my left arm post-surgery. All right, here, I'm going to send him a text real quick. Let's get to the bottom of this. He's going to think I'm an idiot. He's not playing today, so he's not in the game. He's not in the lineup, so. Oh, great. Okay, so, so that won't be bothering Vinny if his arm is yeah, shorter than surgery. Is your arm shorter <laughs> after torn labor and shoulder? Post-surgery. Dumb question from the show. <laughs> he's going to be like, what? This is what happens when you become a friend of he the show. He also probably had a better doctor than you, you know? Yeah, who did you go see? I'm sure the exact same one. Uh, you remember yeah, the doctor's I'm, name? No, I don't remember. This was like two years ago. Hmm. Okay, I said dumb question that came up during the show. <laughs> but is your arm shorter post-surgery? <laughs> <laughs> we get to the, you know what? We get to the important stuff on this yeah, show. Just, uh, and don't let anyone tell reatt- you otherwise. Labrum reattached to the rim of the socket. Doesn't say anything about your arm being shorter. Drew or not Drew Q. I, I think you might've got somebody might've screwed you over, man. What's the, what's the statute of limitations on some like medical malpractice? Maybe if they shorten his arm, it how ruined long ago his quality did you of have, life. How long ago did People you keep sh- looking at him weird because of his unequal it's, arms. You will not notice it unless I point it out to you. It's not like significantly shorter. It's Are you like, sure it was, wasn't always shorter? I'm pretty sure. I don't it was think not I, when's the shorter? last time you held out your What's arms like this? This is so ridiculous. But yeah, they feel the same. Mine feel. They're, mine do look. Yeah, because you haven't had shir- surgery. It turns out they're supposed to be the same length. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. 
Right, let me know how that text goes. I'll let you know what Vinny says back if he texts me back. Up next, he we'll might get, just ignore that we'll one. We'll get to one of his teammates, Cole Reagans, and what he has a chance to do. Nothing wrong with his arm. Next. We'll get to the random question of the day here in about 10 minutes or so. Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap. Q in for Drew today. We'll have Drew back with us tomorrow. Hope everybody's enjoying fantastic Monday, fantastic weather in KC. And you got to feel good about what you're getting from one of the pitching performances over the weekend. Yeah, it's spring training. I get it. But Cole Reagan's just picking up right where he left off from the phenomenal second half. He was sensational yesterday in the Royal Spring Training outing. Again, they're back at it this afternoon over on our sister station at 2 o'clock, 1660, where Seth Lugo will make his Royals debut at least in spring training. Official response from Vinny. Okay. okay. It was just, ha, 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 ha. Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, there you go. Tell him, thank you, Vinny. So, so no. Be like, thanks, so no. <laughs> that feels like a no. It, it feels like you'd know if your arm was shorter. Okay. Tell him to stick his arms out now. Like, dude, it's pretty simple. Just take a photo and let us know. Please, send out a tweet. <laughs> I know this is going to make no sense. But could you just check real quick? Meanwhile, That's what Vinny had to say about it. Meanwhile, his teammate, Cole Reagans. Yeah, was throwing 101 miles an hour yesterday. I know it's early in spring, but I think he's probably been building it up differently than what we typically think. Striking out batters. I, I, I think five strikeouts and two innings. Five strikeouts and two innings. And this is part of the reason why I, I know they're not putting as much pressure on him. And there's natural regression that likely will happen because otherwise he is going to be the Cy Young award winner based yeah. on how he pitched. But... I don't think I think you were selling them short a little bit last week when we asked about the what you would say the expectation is. I, think I you take said a, a four earned run average in thirty, 30 starts. starts. I'm like I think it has to be, and this was before yesterday. But it has to be three and a half ERA or better. I think that that's that's where he can be. And I think the Royals absolutely found a complete steal here in the trade. I know the Rangers won the World Series, but they didn't win the World Series because Araldus Chapman was on their team. No. Okay? So it was still a, a trade in which the Royals have won. Araldus Chapman was never a long-term answer for the Rangers. They won the World Series, but correct me if I'm wrong, did Chapman pitch in the World Series? Um, and if he did, once? maybe, yeah. It was a very few. So yeah, the Royals nice. seemingly got a steal here, and Cole Reagans has a chance to be really, really special. You and I are both high on some some betting markets for him. Maybe the Cy Young, but to lead the majors in strikeouts as well. Look, they're probably going to count on Strider not making his full number of starts. He led the majors in strikeouts by like a gajillion last year. I'm not kidding. It was like 40 or 50 strikeouts. Yeah, that's why he's plus 150. The next closest is 10 to 1 or something. Yeah, and it's why Cole Reagans was 80 to 1 when you bet him and probably is still. 35 to 1. Yeah, I was about about to say, God, I thought it was even higher than that. God, 35 to 1. So he's come down quite a bit. But as the text line points out, lefty throwing 101 with 20-inch movement. Because that's what, like, uh, Pitching Ninja, if you don't follow him on Twitter, will break down some of the numbers outside of it. That's freakazoid stuff. I mean, that's, like, not supposed to be plausible stuff. It had me looking at how many years they got left on his contract. I'm terrified. He's (laughs) going to be out of town too quick stuff. Two years of pre-arb left and then an arbitration year. So three years left of control for the Royals on Cole Reagans, which is important. And, again, I I could be worried about the speed stuff, but I'll let that go for a little bit because normally you don't want them – um, you know, we don't want him throwing that fast, but this is just the whole point of this is like Cole Reagans is an extreme example of this, but this is why you should care about strikeouts. The Royals in the last eight years in which they've been bad. We can agree with that. Over the last eight years have the Royals been a good baseball franchise. Anybody? No, <laughs> bad. They've had a couple of years where they've been like mediocre, right? 75, 76 wins 
in that 500 ballpark. You know, in those two years, the two best years they've had in the last eight, since really they haven't mattered since the 2016 season. The two years in which they possessed the best record were the two years in which they ranked the highest in strikeouts. I know it's not just that one stat. I'm not trying to pretend like there's not other things that matter. But it took this organization way too long to realize that that was a thing that mattered. Everybody J.J. Piccolo targeted. Matter of fact, over the last two years, there's only been one player he's targeted that wasn't a strikeout guy, and that was Zach Greinke. There were a lot of other reasons why I think they were interested in him and went with Zach Greinke at the time. But this offseason, when they could have just brought back Zach Greinke again, they went with guys who have a history of being better at getting strikeouts than the rest of them. Cole Reagans, to me, is the extreme example of exactly why the Royals are going in a good direction. Look at the guys they've been drafting lately, and I hope draft again here in a few months. Just take strikeout pitchers. I'm convinced now that that's why the college pitchers wasn't a successful group. Other than Brady Singer, is there a single good strikeout guy in that group that has come to the majors? Are they all pitch-to-contact guys with good fly ball stuff? Like, that's just not a way to operate. That's not how Cole Reagans operates. Well, I think even how they've approached the bullpen this uh, this offseason, you know, the yes, there's still questions, some unproven guys uh, in, in the back end, but they also went out and, and did sign some proven individuals like Will Smith, guys that can strike out. You know, the, the raid the zone thing that you brought up earlier in the show, that is still philosophy, but they've got guys that have done that during their career, not young players that you're trying to teach and ex- explain the importance of raiding the zone. They've got guys that have actually shown that they can do that in their big league career. And I think that's where you're a little more optimistic maybe on what the bullpen could be. That is still the wild card, I think, yeah. among a team that has <laughs> multiple areas. But uh, And by players, I should say, I think starting pitching, we all feel way better about. Heading into the scene, not even close. It is a big league rotation. Their fifth starter is the normal fifth starter battle that you expect from any major league team versus forcing yourself to start, you know, Daniel Lynch or Jordan Lynch or Jordan Lynch, Jordan Lyles uh, in the fifth spot. You're going to have a competition to figure that out the way it's supposed to be. So Cole Reagans, though, optimism should be off the charts for him. Uh, understanding that what he did on the, the final two months of last year, that's probably not realistic. Because, again, if he does that, he's he is Cy he might- Young Warder winner. I mean, yeah. he is going to win a Cy Young if he does that. But can he can he be 80 percent of that? And you'll you'll love it. It'll be a hell of a season. God, man, if after all this, they get a Cy Young Award winner for Aroldis Chapman. I mean, not just winning he's 25 trade. That's to a Fernando Tatis he's, trade. He's 25 to 1 to be Cy Young. If he wins a Cy Young, do you try to try to convince him to extend like Bobby Wood Jr. and just pay him a stack of cash? Well, if, yeah, that's that's at that point, handle be, the off season at that, that point, point. It becomes a completely different conversation if he had that kind of season. I mean, that's special. We're talking uh, what a two to what? Two six ERA. You know what I, honest to God, all I really want is just <laughs> confidence that for the next three years, that's the the halfway through the year, we're confident that they got a guy who belongs in the top three of a starting rotation because they've got some time. They're going to have to wait for the rest of the pitchers in the minors to actually be good enough to give a shot here. I mean, look at the guys they've taken recently, like Frank Mazzucca. Like they got some guys who are just or uh, Asa Lacy. Names Ooh, that probably what's he up to these days? Alive, I think, based on a report, a couple of. Uh-huh. A week ago, yeah, there was actually like maybe like a week ago, there was actually some reporting that suggested maybe he's he's coming along a little better now. But I mean, okay. look, I'm not going to tell you he's if he ever makes the majors. I don't know. Yeah, he's but, 24 anyway. Um, yeah. But you know, because of where they were on some of those misses and the fact that all the college pitchers they took together in that one draft did not pan out the way that they wanted, they need guys like Cole Reagans and the free agents that they signed, like Waka and Lugo, to hold down the fort for a couple of years until they can right that ship. Reagans is. 
other than Bobby Wood Jr., maybe the single most important player for the Royals this season. Like, I understand we're walking the other guys out. Reagans might be the... God, just because pitching matters more than hitting. I mean, you could almost make the argument Reagans is the most important player for the Royals' success this season. Bobby Wood Jr. is their best player, but for how they do this year, Reagans is a massive swing guy, right? Bobby Wood's Bobby Wood, at least. He had, he had a tremendous year last year, and it didn't stop him from only winning 56 games. Random question. Random Sorry. question. I thought you had pointed at it. I, the head nod. Oh, the, the head, head nod. nod. That's fine. It was a little discreet. For you, Gold. For you, Q. Over on the text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all the different locations to get us as normal. Question I have for you today is involving an event this weekend. I assume by now we've all seen the video of Cam Newton attempted, uh, <laughs> people attempting to jump Cam Newton in which he made them all look like as if my five and seven-year-olds and like four of their friends tried to attack me and I was just like shoving them to the side like it wouldn't matter. Honest to God, it was an impressive athletic feat. As impressive as things as he did on the field, the fact that all those grown men were trying to knock him on the ground and they couldn't even like get his balance off. It is a good reminder that Cam Newton, before I ask your question, is 6'5", 250 pounds is what he's currently listed at. We can all tell he's in tremendous shape. We saw him on Radio Row. How he's right across from us. many 6'10 employees combined would it take for us to win a fight against Cam Newton? <laughs> all right, so let's just start. What? If it's just me and you, we're, we're, we're done. Obvious. We're cooked. We're done. Me, you, and Quentin, we're still done. We're not, we're not winning yeah. that fight. If we had a fourth person... Don't you think a fourth person would be enough did, to win a fight against Cam Newton? You just asked me if I saw the video, and I did. And how many people were going after him in that video, Cody? Uh, five, maybe? At least. And did they stop him? Um, no. No, they did not. So why? Was very and, and they were athletes down there. So why do you think that three or four is enough well, I just here? said three is, definitely, three is definitely not happening. Absolutely not. The three of us aren't getting it done. By the way, that was just to talk about just some BS, like just completely sucker punched him. That, that whole thing was a mess yesterday. Okay. From the 913, Cam could easily take the entire Odyssey building. Every yeah. show constantly talks about how fat and out of shape they are. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says not get the armed cue. He's yeah. not going to get the job done. See, if you done. didn't have shoulder surgery, man, maybe you'd have a chance. No, I that... That thing I mean, five, six so of us? I mean, there's a number. There's a number in which we just have the numbers advantage and you can't fight off everybody. He's not Jason Bourne. No, but I'm not. Mean, Seven of us? You'd be a moron like these guys were to go after Cam Newton. An absolute moron. All three shows, all, all the producers. We're winning that fight, right? Morning show, <laughs> midday show, afternoon show, and producers. 12 on one, possibly. That's eight on one. Eight on one. We're winning oh, an eight thought, on one fight. Everybody. Okay, gotcha. I was thinking, I was thinking four and four. Okay, go ahead. Gotcha. Like We're winning four it. on all three shows, but go ahead. Gotcha. No, it's only three on. Yeah, I know. That's anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It used to be four people shows in this industry. That's, yeah, yeah. Long time ago. Eight on one. We're winning eight on one, right? I have just not a single person on any of the platforms thinks we have any chance. Well, no, I, mean, I think it's pretty clear. Again, if you watch the video, you have no chance. How long do you think you could last in a fight with him if it was just you? Could you, you make it a minute? out quick. Could you make it a minute? No, you get knocked out quick. You think like 10, 15 seconds? I think you and I would be knocked out in the first 30 seconds. He would just like, I feel like it's like a cartoon. Oh, he would just like swing a fist one, and I would just like bury punch. deep into the ground. Someone said, you need Bink. I have a, you know, like Bink's getting older. Like young Bink? <laughs> young Bink, let's talk. Okay. 25-year-old Jay Binkley, we're having a conversation. I'll entertain this topic with you. I will. But without Bink, 
I don't think so, man. Someone People. says Cody would try something unscrupulous. Probably, yes. I've made it very clear. I will fight dirty in order not to get my ass. Cody's going to start biting. Yes. That's what is that? Biting. That's part of this equation. I will bite. Now, look, I don't know that Cam is going to care. You're too short to get to his ear or anything to pull Mike his Tyson. Ear. I just said bite. And too close to pull Mike Tyson. You got to do whatever it takes to win a fight. Someone says, unless Mitchell Schwartz is on your team, you take the whole building, not just 610. Wow. So we're just rolling in KMB- KMBZ. All right. How about this? Follow up question. <laughs> If there was a Royal Rumble style event in which each station was pitted against each other, who would win? Oh man! So in the building, do we got KMBZ beat? Crush? I think so. Crush? Come so. on! Yeah, we I got KMBZ. What about the point? They've only got a couple of shows. I think the real question is once we get over to the Rock. The Rock we, is the where Niv- we start with Nivens and Johnny Dare. Then it starts getting a little. Tra- it feels little like they've been in more fights than us. Yeah, I, do. I think the Rock is where we get into some problems. Yeah, our I performance, our performance enhancing drugs allowed. That also <laughs> factors into that conversation. Um, I mean, I, I feel like we have the number advantage over because, like these music shows, they don't have they don't have the, the numbers. We got the people. Yeah. But even if it was just, say, our best fighters against their best fighters, so it was like a four-on-four situation or five-on-five, I still think we got everyone until, what about the, Buzz? What is Laszlo seem like he's been in a fight to you? You say you do something dirty or whatever. You never, I don't know what what he could be capable of. You think Laszlo, do you think they fight dirty? Complete wild card, yeah. That's a wild card. I'd say, like, if it's best fighters against best fighters, we might run into some problems starting at the Buzz. The buzz in the rock is where we start being like, I don't think, like, if it were just me versus Nivens, I'm pretty confident I'm losing. Like, I'm just, I'm very confident I'm losing that fight. Is this going to be like a Mike Tyson's punch out where we start, you know, versus KMBZ and we finish up against the rock? Is that, is that the way we want to do this? Someone said, who are, uh, why not on Twitch said, who are your best fighters at the station? Like, I can't imagine collectively you've been in that many fights. I have been in three. I think B-dubs on the top of the list. Yeah, beat up's probably right. Bigger. Yeah, that's the probably guy that right. you would want you would want to to be fighting with you. Yeah, I'd say I so. think he's at the very top of the list. After that, Drew might be at the bottom of the list. Let's just be honest. I know he's not here and he can't defend himself. <laughs> Damn, dude, um, come on! He's the smallest dude. He seems like he he he's so not. He seems like a pacifist at heart. I don't think that Drew's a fighter. I just don't think, to think Drew's who a fighter. Would I say that's number all. two after after beat up on this scenario. It's not Bink, not anymore. I'm trying to think. Rob, what, what do you think about Rob? He's got the height, bigger guy. I think Rob's going to have to be a, he's going to have to fight dirty. Otherwise he'd lose. Hmm. I think if Rob is a dirty fighter, we maybe got some hope. He's here. also got reach. I mean, we're not boxing you're, though. Yeah. Once you get into a fight, we're immediately on the ground and your reach doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. If something's up with your mic, man. You sound like you're talking from two miles away. I don't know. It is. Maybe it's just on my headset. No, mine too. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Was that better? Yes. Oh, do you have the wrong mic turned on? No, I just. You know, I, I'm loud, so I turned it down oh, a little. Oh, yeah, gotcha. I, I could, I couldn't hear you. Okay, that's so my a lot of people question. saying big. Okay, um, I was just quickly in the Cam Newton. Why, why, you know, like, why are you picking a fight with Cam Newton? What the hell do you do to you? Like, just leave the man alone. He's just out here trying to do. Community. There was some other video that came out that like one of the guys that started the fight was just talking trash on Cam Newton to begin with. So just not, like, just wanted to cause a scene and just wanted to trying to get a lawsuit or something. I have no idea, but Cam obviously. Was wasn't having any of it. He was brushing them off like it almost like it's like it, like a borderline. He couldn't even be bothered to move a half inch the other way. <laughs> Text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten says, "What about Dusty? They'll take Dusty after he has fifteen bush lights." 
Well, that point, I'm, I'm not feeling the pain. You never know. That's why I asked about performance enhancing. If Dusty's in the mix, then I like our stations. I like Dusty added into the mix. He strengthens our core in general. But Dusty and I are getting old. Like we're both. Old. Are you guys the same age? I thought. I thought he was. I think he's like in between a year you younger. and me. He's, right? You're what? You'll be thirty. You're thirty-eight. I'm thirty-nine. <laughs> what? Why is this new information? Okay, so you're. I'll 30. be forty in September. So forty <sighs> years old. Wow! Wow! Okay, Sorry, man. Okay, so yeah, Dusty's definitely younger. Dusty's like what? 35, 34? Yeah, I thought he was like in between you and me. I know he's at least a year or two older than I am. He also takes so, care of himself better than you or I. I think that's fair now. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah, I think it's, that's. Fair I think now. it's true as of this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might have always been true, but it's at least true of this moment. I did want to give the text I was asking earlier, so I figured I should give you guys an update. Um, if you're asking whether or not Professor Tap is back, the answer is maybe. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out of here. Here's the here's the truth. You guys, there were an open book on the show. If I want to teach at UMKC, they'll let me teach at UMKC. Just say yes. If I want to be a just professor yes. at a university, I'm back. Not just Avila. Go back to the alma mater, teach a journalism class, but it's a matter of, uh, you know, if I want to make the time commitment. That's really what it's done. When are you going to make a decision? Or are you going to are you going to come on here every every week and I was and, just and giving talk an update. We, we, I had not been offered anything. You were or discussed offered, it. I think you got to say yes. I had yes. one meeting and they said pretty much if you want to uh, teach here you can teach. I think you have to say yes. Why wouldn't you do this? This seems like a great opportunity. At least for teach, content for the show. It's one class, right? One class. So teach one, yeah, class one class in the fall. Make some extra money, bring some content to our show on top of it. I think this is a win-win. Yeah, you should. I mean, once you talk to your wife and she gives you the all clear, I think this is an, is an automatic yes. Automatic yes? If I can't fill in for one day, will you agree now <laughs> sure. to be my substitute teacher? I, I, if they'll let me, sure. I don't know why they I mean, you just, you know, it is guest lecturer. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like I don't have to get you on the, the tax forms it. or anything. I'll take it. Okay, the text line seems mixed. The text line says... One person says that he said he was 36 this morning. One person on the text line said he was 37 this morning. So I don't know, man. People so, want to know, yeah, is, is what's the curriculum? Texting athletes about their arm length, and is that part of the, the curriculum for the class? You know what? Sometimes relationship, developing relationships <laughs> relationship building. is important for the industry. This particular class would be on uh, podcasting and digital media and, like, you know, like start to finish, like how you would – go about that in the early process and what that looks like, both from like an editing perspective and from like a performance yeah. perspective. So a lot of class would just be like them recording a podcast, us all listening it to together and then critiquing, I would guess. This thing, th- this thing's, this seems like this shouldn't be that bad at all. Do you think they'll let me put some of their podcast on this airway and we could critique them? Probably that's where you can get in air? trouble. My guess is that's where you would get well, in Well, if I set the standard ahead of time and the student gives me permission. I mean, unless something. What's the difference? The problem is the only way you're going to want to play it if it's something that's hilarious. Like if it's actually good, you're not going to play in the middle of our show. No, that's so probably that's, fair. So that's the only problem. The only way you're that's playing it, like, you guys hear how terrible this was? I don't think you can okay. do that. You know what would be great show content? What's that? Ratebyprofessor.com. Oh, man. God, me just being. That's what I want to do. Somehow. You want to. You want to. Well, no, that's ruined what, my rating. What I, no, 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 not your rating. No, we just but read it. I, I would want. Now we can't do this because of privacy concerns. I'm sure, but somehow if I could get in touch with your students, and I would want them at towards the end of the semester to start ruining my rating. To completely no. I, I once once Cody submitted the grades and the grades okay. are in the book. I would want some of them to give honest me the critique. honest critique of of you. Be like, hey, you're you already got the A. You're good. 
be honest. What was the most annoying thing about Cody as your professor? That's what nice. I want to bring them in for. Okay, fine. Rate my professor is anonymous. At the very least, this <laughs> seems like great content for the show, which is probably not the reason you should get into teaching. <laughs> but, you know, I like to I like to help mold young minds. Plus, it's the alma mater. I can be back with a ruse. You know, been a while. Back, back. Would you, you teach? You should say here? yes. You should. Would say you yes. teach at Kansas? Of course. Would you drive all the way there from your? I would. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about this. And when I'm as old as you, Cody, one day, I wouldn't mind doing it. Someone says, have the students sign waivers and live stream the class one day. Oh, my. oh, man, that's a lot of pressure. I know we live stream the show, so that should seem like a big deal. I'm comfortable at this job. I taught <laughs> one time for two years at Avila. I taught like, it wasn't even like a full two years. I think it was like three semesters. I don't, I don't even live stream that. That feels like that's too much. Now, again, there's some privacy issues there. Again, they couldn't have cameras on them. Be like those teachers that have TikTok accounts, man. It's not like you can't have it. You just can't point the camera at them. You can see my face when are you making... and hear their voices. You just can't see their faces. When are you all. making a decision? I think I need to make a decision within a week. Oh. I don't want to make them. It's for the fall semester, but I don't want to wait, make them wait around forever. If your wife's on board, then this, is, this should be a yes. You have time? If you have time, you have time. I mean, I'll make time. You know, it works. <laughs> Okay. Like it's not they they said they'd let me teach it whichever like if I want a Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, whatever, they said they'd let you know, they give me the flexibility there on that one. So, you know, I assume it's probably fine. You seem like you're on board. I thought at oh, first yeah. when I brought this up last week, you were gonna be like, Please don't teach, nobody needs this. Well, I mean, I, I, I do think that was the reaction to the text line. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think you should do it because we've talked off air. This is something that, that I, I want to do in the future as well on the side. So, um, and I had somebody reach out a couple years ago so or a year ago. So, yeah, I think this is great. This is, this is a good opportunity. You should definitely do it. Maybe I can get you. Maybe you could teach at UMKC one day. You know? There you go. There you go. I could get you your teaching path too. That would work. Now I just got to be approved by the state. You know, that that might be a problem for you. That they don't run right background there. checks today, right? That's just about the educational background stuff. They're not even running like police reports on you. Oh, they definitely are. You Remember think so? when we literally just had a conversation about mm-hmm. legal IDs and how they had or had not been used? Well, I'm not going to bring that to the students. That's an on-air conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm not telling them how to get. If only IDs. you could find this show wherever you get your podcast. I don't think they need Cody's help to find ways in college to <laughs> get alcohol. Yeah, I think, they got, that, I think they got that covered. They'll they sort it one way. All right, or the other. coming up next, we'll get to the one o'clock hour. One thing we we mentioned on Friday uh, about the salary cap, but maybe there's a, another thing that could actually hurt the Chiefs. We'll explain that next. Cody and Gold weekdays starting at ten on six ten Sports Radio and the Odyssey.